Welcome, dumbheads, to MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. In this final leg of Season 5, I'm reading my way through every single goddamn page in The Revenge of Kang, the final module in the Time Warp Adventure series for TSR's Marvel Super Heroes role-playing game. And as I do, I'm identifying the dumbest thing on each page. Every episode is one page, every episode is short. The Revenge of Kang was written by Ray Winninger and was published in 1990. Today we're discussing the pull-out map sheet from The Revenge of Kang, and uh, this is the last episode about The Revenge of Kang, other than the final kind of recap, review, rewrite thing. Also the last regular episode of the entire season, which feels weird because this is just maps. Like, after last week was full of earth-shaking revelations, for this week to be, like, back cover, a bunch of maps, and then that's it... It feels wrong, feels like an anticlimax. So let me recontextualize. Think of this as like a bonus feature, like an outtake or an alternate take in the closing credits. The main part is done. There was a satisfying ending. I mean, not to the module or the adventure path. I mean, to the podcast, to the podcast season. There was a satisfying ending. Big climax, lots of fireworks. Now it's afterward and people are filing out of the podcast for the season. And here at the end is just a little bit of extra material. Don't leave the podcast theater too quickly. Take a moment just to look at the screen and accord to the little people who made The Revenge of Kang possible the measure of scorn they so richly deserve. The maps in this game and the editing in this game are fucked, and you can see them both on display in this pullout map page. A lot of things on this pullout we've already talked about. Just to quickly run down the contents of this map sheet before I focus on the one new thing that I want to puzzle you with as the season ends. Uh, number one, we've got the map of the X-Men mansion. This, as we discussed back in the X-Men chapter, this is a location that never appears. Uh, there is one scene where we fight the X-Men. It takes place in the basement of the X-Men mansion, uh, which is not on this map. This map only covers the ground floor, which we never go to. This takes up over a quarter of the map sheet. So right off the bat, over 25%, a detailed map of a location that isn't in the adventure. Next up, we have the map of the pocket dimension. This is supposed to be the player version of the Pocket Dimension map, the version that you can show the player characters, but Kang's ship is labeled, so you won't be surprising anyone with Kang's appearance. The Kokri encampment is labeled, even though the player characters get this map before they've encountered the Kokri. The Well of Pain is also labeled and located on the map, and there's an insert tactical map in the corner of the Well of Pain, which is labeled complete with control panel, table, and a great or hole or something labeled, quote, snakes enter here. So we've got this whole trial that the player characters have to go through. If at any point they mess up, they're going to the well of pain. That is their mode of execution. It's supposed to be a big surprise, but if they've been looking at the player map of the pocket dimension, they will have been looking at a tactical map of the well of pain throughout this entire leg of the adventure. There are two maps that are not really worth commenting on. Wong Chu's camp. This is the camp where you go to visit Tony Stark while he's a POW. It's simple, but it basically does the job. Uh, the other one is the Aerodyne Inc. map. This is the map of the rocket launch site that the Fantastic Four launch from when they run into the cosmic rays and become superheroes. The one that the player characters have to sneak around and laboriously search. And once again, it's basically fine. I've got questions about the scale. I've got questions about why there's a hill inside the camp, but it's fine. That brings us to the final location. The dumbest thing on this pull-out map sheet, Kang's Basement Hideout. You're going to want to go to the Visual Companion 
at patreon.com slash megadumbcast. In a public post, you will see that pocket dimension map that I was just talking about, and you will find the map of Kang's basement hideout. You're going to find just about what you'd expect at a glance. Kang's timeship, check. Machine with four empty spaces to put four superheroes in, check. Machinery, check. Other machinery, check. Ugly orange floor, weird choice, but fine. All the other maps on this pullout map sheet are mostly green. What goes with grass green? Creamsicle orange. Great combo. Aesthetically very pleasing. Obviously, office building basements well known for being horrifyingly orange. So just what you'd expect. However, one other key element that we need is a depiction of any entrances or exits in this basement. For that, I direct your attention to the bottom left quadrant of the map where you will find stairs of this much, I am sure. They are stairs. And I don't want to say anything more before I give you a chance to look at these stairs. I want you to confront them as I confronted them. If you have the opportunity, stop here in the episode and take a look at these stairs. Okay, what the fuck are we supposed to make of these stairs? Here they are, not up, not up against a wall, not flush against a wall, but just kind of out a bit from the wall, freestanding. They're drawn in a way where the lines that make up the steps get shorter as they move from left to right which is the traditional map notation to indicate that the section with the smaller lines on the right-hand side is, is deeper. So by traditional map notation, this would mean that these are stairs that go down to the next level down from this room. Two problems there. Number one, this is the basement. Uh, we know about an entrance to the basement that goes down into the basement. That's the entrance that the players took, apparently not depicted on this map, even though that is where the players start this tactical encounter on this tactical map, we've not been informed of any stairs leading down out of the basement. There's there's nothing down there as far as we know. So the text does not support this. Secondly, you'll see that there are thick black lines on top, bottom, and left side of the stairs. And the left side, remember, is the higher side of the stairs. So normally you would draw stairs this way with this thick black, like three sides of a rectangle with one side open to indicate that the open side is where you walk into the stairs right? It's where you go to get onto the stairs and use the stairs to go up or down. But if that's the case, then we're entering the the lower side of the stairs. So we would be climbing the stairs up out of the basement, right? I mean, this is an odd way to set up your stairs since once again, they are freestanding. So this is like an office building basement with just, I guess, like almost but not quite touching the basement wall, just like a a U-shaped structure coming down with stairs coming down out of it down all the way to the basement floor. But once again, there are problems with this interpretation. By traditional map notation, this thing where the the smaller steps, the shorter lines depicting steps, are the lower side of the stairs, that's almost always used to depict stairs that go down to the next level. So this would be a peculiar way to indicate stairs that actually go up from the basement. The other thing is that these stairs are actually labeled, and they're labeled stairs down. So do they go down? Is it that the stairs are drawn backward? And the side toward the closed end of like the U should be, that's the lower side and this goes down out of the basement. And then the entrance to the basement, once again, is just not depicted. Like the entrance that we actually use and that will be involved in the combat is just not here. Or are these the stairs? And they're stairs that go up, but they're labeled stairs down because they come down to where we are. That is to say, the stairs labeled stairs down are stairs that lead up. But if you were upstairs, they would lead down. Therefore, they're labeled stairs down. In any case, the text for the basement 
indicates that once we come down the stairs, we hear a slick whine, and then we turn a corner and we see Kang. If these are, in fact, the stairs that go down into the basement, it would be greatly stretching the text to suggest that when the player characters have reached the basement actually means when the player characters are on the stairs leading down into the basement, and when they hear a slick whine around a nearby corner, that means when they reach the bottom of the freestanding stairs, which have walls on both sides, and therefore reaching the bottom is technically turning a corner, let's say? Does it constitute turning a corner when you step off of stairs? Also, if this map is correct, then the situation described in the chapter that uses it, where Kang's talking to us because we just came down off the stairs, in what we will stipulate is a notional act of corner turning. We come down off the stairs and we are facing Kang. Then from behind Kang comes another Kang who like sneaks up right behind him. Then in the cutscene that's described to us while we stand doing nothing, Hooded Kang threatens non-Hooded Kang. Non-Hooded Kang pushes a button or pulls a lever or whatever and summons a bunch of battle robots in front of him. And those battle robots start fighting the heroes and the Hooded Kang. Then Kang runs to his time ship and neither Hooded Kang nor the heroes have any possibility of stopping him from getting to the time ship. But Hooded Kang is right there and is on the opposite side, according to this map, from where we are. So regardless of which side of Kang you interpret to be the front of Kang, wherever he summons these robots, that still leaves either the player characters or the hooded Kang with unobstructed access to non-hooded Kang as he runs over to his timeship, which, per this map, is as close to the hooded Kang as it is to the non-hooded Kang. Honestly, I don't know why hooded Kang didn't go over and, you know, slash the time tires or whatever on this timeship before making his grand entrance, but he didn't think of it, fair enough. But still, he could just he just reach out and grab the other Kang. But but all this is contingent on the player characters having come into the room via the only depicted stairs, which are labeled as going in the wrong direction and actually leading downward. But we just have to we just have to assume. We have to guess. We know that the cartographer fucked up, but the cartographer fucked up so badly, I legitimately cannot tell what they were trying to show. So I just don't know. I just I simply do not know. What the fuck is going on in this map? And the reason I present this to you here in the credits of the podcast season as a bonus feature is because this is the raw form of what I encounter doing MDC. What you get is my take on the thing on the page because I study it. I sit and look at it and deliberately let it bother me. And then I try to reason it out so that I can have a take, which I then present to you in the episode. So what you often don't experience as a listener is this, where I'm just looking at what's on the page and I'm like, what the fuck is this? What do I even say about, like, I can I can spin out this scenario, but I have no idea. If, I, like, not only do I not know if this is the way it is, I don't know if this is what the author was trying to do. I, I just simply don't know. I don't, I'm looking at this, this published product. And like, when we read a text, the author is communicating with us, speaking with us. And I feel like the creators of this book everyone creative involved with it. The writer, the editor, the illustrator, especially the cartographer. I feel like they're speaking to me with their mouths full of some kind of like delicious pastrami sandwich. I'm like, I can't understand you. What What are you? I see that you're trying to communicate with me, but nothing is getting through. It's, a, it's just all I see is a fucking mess. Things are falling out of your mouth, but none of them are words. So yeah, dumbest thing in this page. It's just expressed in visual terms, just a tight close up on these fucking stairs, surrounded by question marks. 
what what the fuck is this module even trying to tell me here? And why didn't the editor catch this? The editor can't possibly have understood this map. On the evidence of this map, as it was published, the editor's quality check on this map could not possibly have gone farther than verifying that there were, in fact, stairs of some kind. And I doubt that it went that far, given that the plurality of this pullout map sheet is given over to a location that isn't in the story. It seems very likely that it was no one's job to quality check this page, which is why a literally incomprehensible map was published for the climactic encounter with Kang. And who is the victim here? Who's left holding the bag? Me, the podcaster. To whom is presented this meaningless map and an impossible task? Here is nothing. Here is the absence of reason. Have an opinion about it. And I do. It sucks. Join me this Saturday for the final episode of MDC for this season, as I discuss some of the things that I liked and some of the things that I didn't about The Revenge of Kang, and offer a personal checklist of fixes and tweaks that I would make to the module if I were to actually run it. That does mean there will be no regular MDC episodes Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. However, if you are a patron, you already know that over on Patreon and on the secret patrons-only RSS feed, this week I am releasing the TVA archives for Ford's Furies. So while you're missing out on regular MDC episodes, you can hear all about All Ears, Cub Scout, Iron Blood, Scoop, their many contacts and associates, their headquarters, the Hall of American Virtue, their super vehicle, a whole adjunct super team that shares their headquarters, lots and lots to keep you busy on the patrons-only feed until Saturday. And patron or not, I will see you next time on Saturday to wrap up The Revenge of Kang and discuss what else is coming on MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. This has been MDC. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the top-secret patrons-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Contact me however you want. I am Megadumbcast on Twitter, Gmail, Podbean, your favorite podcatcher, etc., etc. This episode's music, used under Creative Commons license, is Take Us to the Nearest Starbase by Astrometrics, whose work you can find at soundcloud.com slash astrometricsband.